This time on TNT, it's the Shout Out Show. Hey, are you the Wiggles guy? It's the Wiggles guy. And Trailer Park Boys turns 20. That's all coming up right now on TNT. All right, okay. We're ready to go here. It's, uh, <clears throat> oh, oh, cue the track. Small level of volume. Turn it up there, all right? Hello, this is Reginald Stevenson on Aurelia's Community Radio. And uh, as usual, per usual this weekend, we'll be talking about success and how to get there. This is a song that really gets me started in the morning. I usually sit on the bed and put on my socks to this one. Anyway, we have a local musician on the show this week. His name is Stevie B. And uh, he is a... Uh, sorry to turn this down a bit. He is a uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, he... Let, let, let's just bring him on anyway. Hey, Stevie B, how are you? What's up, what's up, everybody in, in Radio Land? It, it's your boy, Stevie B. Um... Shout out to Reginald for, for having me on. Yes. Uh, so how long have you been playing music? Oh man, since... Uh, I've been playing music since uh, uh, way back in the day. Um, shout out my mom and, and, and pops for, for having me. First of all, shout out my uh, uh, sibling, um, Big mm-hmm. Mike. Shout out Donna, uh, my babysitter. Like Since way back in the day, I've just been like really like into like making music and like uh beats and like music and beats beats eh? i rather do you do you write your own material yeah yeah shout out to uh i i work with um steffi g uh you probably Mm. heard our uh collab stevie b and steffi Uh, g um no but uh, steffi g does she does help here as an intern. Yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out Steffi G. She's uh, she's my girl, like not in that way, but um, but shout out uh, Kalinda because she is my girl in that way, and I don't want her thinking there's anything going on with Steffi G. Um, so <clears throat> shout out Steffi G. Shout out Kalinda. Shout out mom and dad. You know, shout out everyone out there in Radio Land. So sh- just shouts to everyone. Shout out to you, Reginald, again for having me on. Thank you again. Uh, what are your aspirations as a singer-songwriter? Well, I mean, it's that thing, you know? Uh, my grade 11 English teacher... Oh, uh, by the way, sh- shout out to my, uh, my, uh, my keep at home, Gary. So oh, Okay. Okay, shout out, Gary. Sure, you're getting in on the, the shout out game. Yeah, I was going to say shout out to Mr. Donaldson, my grade 11 English teacher, who was like, you know what? Just keep, like, writing and, like music and like beats and like so now here i am like i'm 19 i'm the um, music and beats and, and, and i'm writing and so yeah i mean shout out honestly shout out to honestly everybody who's like writing and like beats and like music oh sorry shout <laughs> out to the guy behind the glass your producer just like nodded his head at me what's his name he doesn't 
He doesn't work here. He works with the sports affiliate. Oh, shout out sports. Yeah, like sports. Like that's the thing. I'm a, an athlete too. Like I played like I tried basketball, but I didn't really like that. But I tried hockey, but I didn't like that either. But like sh- honestly, shout out to shout out to everybody who's like just trying to find their thing. So when Stevie, when you play guitar and you sit and you have your tambourine and you sit on the cajon and you play that, what kind of songs do you sing for the the people at the, in the mall? Well, honestly, man, like uh, Reginald, I don't. It's not like I play guitar, uh, Percy. I um, hmm. I more like tap on it. Like it's more like that rhythmic, like kind of like groove, like. Thing. Like, I just want to shout out to, like, the history of African drummers. And, like, I want to shout out to, like, honestly, like, the percussion, like, the marching band of my high school. Shout out to the Tigers. Because, like, back in the day, that's where I really, like, learned my, like, uh, love. Like, ever since I was, like, two, I can remember, like, watching TV and seeing, like, instruments and stuff and people making beats and stuff. And shout out to, like, those people on TV. Um, yes. Who uh, really... Uh, kind of just like laid the foundation for like and 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 and, sh- and shout out to my mom and dad because they like so, obviously so, wouldn't be here without them. A shout out to Fele Kuti uh, for his rhythmic uh, prowess. Who? If you're talking about rhythm, you might as well throw out Fela Kuti, a wonderful rhythmatist singer. Oh, anyway, Bill, the guy uh, in the police out. band in town, he plays the big no. drum. Yeah, shout out to Bill and shout out to police marching band and parades and stuff. And honestly, shout out to all the people that make floats. Like, those are sick. Shout out to the wonderful trees outside of the <laughs> studio. It was just blossoming in spring and it's just beautiful to yeah watch. you know typically like i would be more apt to say like shout out to like the people working to take care of the tree like pruning the bushes bushes and stuff i, no. I don't really shout out inanimate objects Sh- shout out shout out to the chipmunk crawling up the tree right now i mean you you do your thing reginald like shout out to you for like just being open to shouting out whatever but like honestly i just wanted to say like I was walking in here today and I noticed like the garbage cans from the town are empty and like honestly like shout out to whoever empties them. Honestly like Shout out well, no, Shout, shout out, out. To, But shout out to shout out to everyone in the world though. Shout out to who put my this Kahlua in my coffee moments ago. Okay. Shout Red shout Shout's doing out. his thing, okay. Yes, so do you have any shows coming up at the... Uh, I heard you're going to be doing some shows at the Go train station. Yeah, 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 yeah. So check this out. Um, shout out to my people at the Go. Um, there's Mary. Um, shout out to Ethan. Uh, shout out to Sammy. Uh, that's my big three right there. They um, they uh, told me not to play in the uh, Go station anymore. But you know what? Shout them out still because... Um, Shout out to a go train stop that goes up even to to North Bay without a bus. Shout out to that. Well, yeah, kind of. But, like, honestly, like, shout out. Like, I got love for people that, like, um, I don't know, that, like, just, like, help me on my journey. Like, even the haters, like, honestly, like, they are the ones that still, like, I wouldn't, like, be where I, like, am without, like, them hating me. Because, honestly, that's, like... Shout out to Bridge Mixture. I love 
bridge mixture. Yeah, so it in that could case, be, typically could I would be say the, something like, I, you know, I'm down with bridge could mixture be the or something death, like The death of me one day. <laughs> I've never I've never really shouted out food per se, but honestly, like, shout out the guy that thought of bridge mixture and Chicago mix. Like, shout out to them. Like, that's that's pretty cool, you know? Thank you for coming on to the show, Stevie B. Would you perhaps like to maybe, I know you don't have your guitar with you, but maybe you'd like to do a acapella version of one of your tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, uh, this I'd like to just shout out Steffi G because she helped me with this, and uh, but also my girl Kalinda. Um, she wanted to shout out my mom and dad uh, real quick. Want to shout out you, Reginald, again, and the guy behind the glass who doesn't work here, and honestly, the sports affiliate guy. Like, Just shout out like the Go Train people like Sammy. Um, Want to shout out oh. Gary who lives with you. Um, Want to yes. shout out, honestly, just like the Tigers marching band and like the police band and the parades in town. A shout out to the people that make the floats. A uh, quick shout out uh, to someone I haven't mentioned yet, and that's Dennis, uh, DZD. Um, he's my math tutor, but honestly, he's like, don't be afraid of numbers, bro. And you know what? He's right. So shout out DZD and uh, all, all my people, you know. Shout out Leonard. Um, shout out shout out, Shout out to the Almond Joy Bar. Underrated chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. Again, more that'd be something I'd be more apt to say like I'm down with it. But Reginald, shout out to you for like giving shout outs to stuff that like I, I never would have thought of. So honestly, like my biggest shout out goes to you. But I also have a shout out to me because like I'm shout doing out it. to early morning sex, Stevie B. Yeah, you know. Thank you for coming on the show this afternoon. Yep. I'm really happy you came. Yeah. <laughs> I like Reginald. Thank you for coming, everyone. It's time for me to get back to Gary. Reginald? What's his deal? He's just guzzling the rest of the Kahlua now. I heard, I was driving home the other day and I heard a community radio station and it was so endearing and adorable, but they had on some young uh, artists and they were so earnest and sincere and, and throwing shout outs around. And the thing that was cracking me up is some people had rap handles and some people had super comments, like when at uh, Popular Girl, our erotic dancer was uh, Marie-Josée Bilodeau. <laughs> like some of them had uh, funny stage names and some were just like the actual name. So they were shouting out like, yeah, I want to shout out my boy BZ and also Wanda. It was just cracking me up, but they were just so... Ran, like every question, like the beginning, the answer had shout outs. Yeah. Wouldn't even get to the answer to the question before they'd be like, but honestly, first, I got to shout out my boy, uh, Kevin. I've never heard that move. It's cute. Never heard it at all. Oh, hey, you know what? See, sunny out there. We're, uh, we had a little bit of snow, but we're burling straight into spring now, I think. Well, I wonder if Full we on. got your snow, because it was snowing here this morning, which seems inconceivable the last week of April, yeah. but tomorrow's supposed yeah, to be sunny in 13. We got two days of snow. So we're burling back into spring. Yes, it's it's out. Not that we can go anywhere, but yeah. I've been on uh, a two-week lockdown that just ended today from uh, my son's class in school. It's over? Classmate. 
Just ended, yeah. So we got a COVID test on Wednesday. And uh, they said they'd call if, if it was po any positives. They haven't called, so I assume probably no positives. But uh, So, so how does that work? A kid in your days. son's class was positive? So then they're like, what, whoa, shutting her down? Well, that was just before school at the break ended, started. So, yeah. So oh, we right. all got tested. Yeah, right before the break. And, uh, yeah, it's just been, uh, it's, the, the cases have been so high here. It's just been straight up lockdown. But, I, yeah, I got the, the uh, nose banger test on Wednesday. I got a nose banger, too, yesterday. And I, I had, uh, I sat down. Person was super friendly, and my move was: um, Do you have a nickname like the Rammer or the Dove? Like, wh what's your kind of approach here? And she said they call me Jammy, and I was like, Oh, that's no, no, great, no. <laughs> Jammy. <laughs> um, but this is the this is the thing that she told me: um, If you tilt your head back too far, it hurts. So there's a sweet spot where if you tilt it back a little bit, Slightly. yeah, that kind of makes the it a straight shot. So I kept yeah. waiting for the glue, and it never came. <laughs> yeah, same here. The, the uh, we all got it, and uh, yeah, it, it, they 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 were smart to say it doesn't hurt unless you move. So that 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 helps to not move anything. But yeah, you can tell it's like so far in your nose that it's. Uh, uncomfortable definitely not like if it stayed in there you'd probably be like okay that's that's getting annoying and it would probably be a good way to torture somebody because it's very sensitive there but yeah just a quick rip and it's out five seconds nothing but uh i actually signed up for the vaccine and i'm still waiting for that uh which one over az over 40 yeah the az banger i don't fire i'll fire the az bangs so, I'll be the Astra boy. So I was thinking about a rapper named AZ who's like, man, I got so many haters. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure. AZ. Um, so the knock on AZ is that uh, there are some blood clots in women under 40. Is, is that, do I have that right? I think there was a couple, yeah, there's been like six in a million or something like that. Yeah. Is the chances. And, uh, yeah, but th that, and that doesn't mean like you get a blood clot and you're done. It's, a, they're treatable. So it's, uh, yeah, again, not, not, uh, completely perfect, but nothing is. You, you get COVID, there's a lot better chance you're going to get a blood clot. Or if you, you know, you get blood, blood clots flying in a chance there's all kinds of the risky stuff that can uh bring on blood clots so what was doug ford doing he was hi hiding in his house <laughs> well he had one vaccine a, a, a couple weeks or a week ago or something so i guess he's still waiting on a second he came into contact with someone that tested positive so he went into two-week quarantine but like more like paid sick leave which you know nobody can do when they're in a a business that's just ram jammed or if, you know working the front lines of an essential uh, workplace 
that don't don't have that opportunity to just shut it down for two weeks with pay. But the trajectory the of the story was something like he couldn't. He said he couldn't work his computer, and so he was home. Oh, and no, the, yeah. What What's the computer? Well, the other thing, thing? is, how about the hit? He has 2014 Blackberries. That's what he uses, and he buys stacks of them with parts and everything. And he gets them at some dude, like, fires them up. Like, how classic is that? Why does so he th do that? There's no excuse for that. That, to me, is like the, the, the quintessential move for a lazy person that just wants to have an excuse for when you sent them an email that they didn't open it or can't open it. Hmm. Right? Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't open that on there. Well, maybe because your phone's eight years old. So that was his thing. I can't open it. I'm sure it is that like if because if I had a phone that like a BlackBerry, that any attachment that you send, there's you know what I mean. Like it's not going to make it. With, <laughs> you know the new modern. <laughs> so it's almost like. Just making sure that, like, like, what you you can't say like, oh, I like the keyboard, really? Like, it's this, it's such a stupid <laughs> excuse to say no. That makes sense that you want to have that still. The security, Doug, really? You can't in, 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 encryption. What like, is? Give me a break. What is the argument for a BlackBerry? Well, the only thing I could think of is like security, but like I'm sure it doesn't matter. And there's no such thing as security with a cell phone anymore. If you're on a network, you're you're out. You're out out there. Someone's ganking your life. <laughs> I'm. I don't know what the hell like the point that the any pluses at all. But the you know the guys are like just. It's it's one after the other of behavior that like he definitely doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, the hot spots have continued to be in crisis mode. Uh, there's still like lineups for days in all these vaccination places that they're that are in place. It's just a, a recipe for disaster. Woof. They're, they're, yeah, man, it's really bad. I don't know, and it's all his fault for not. Uh, I mean, the f the federal government offered to bring in the Red Cross to try and roll out the vaccine quicker. He said, "No, I don't need it." He said, "It's me. We don't have enough vaccines, which is bullshit because there's still a bunch sitting in freezers." So, are so, you guys going anyway. squirrely? Like, are you coming up with new games or new things to do, or like, how are you putting in the time? Yeah. Just a lot. Well, we can't even, you know, can't even look at houses or anything like that. Oh, can't right. Leave the, can't leave the house. Well, we can now. It just ended two weeks. So it's been uh, ridiculous. So a lot did of looking on, on the Internet at places. Did. Well, I guess listings are probably down, too. Did Annalise get the nose poke or do they give the kids a swish? Everybody. They all got the, the, the uh, nose poke. Was anyone freak, freaked out? No. Everybody was the same. That was definitely kind of, you could tell, uh, it, you know, it probably would have hurt if I moved or something. But no, not a big deal at all. Annalise is like crazy with that stuff. What do you she mean? She doesn't care about, 
she doesn't care about anything. Like, she doesn't get scared. She's had a lot of, like, unfortunate dental stuff, like teeth things that yeah. are painful since she was really young. So she's been in, uh, had a lot of... Uh, and then when she was sick, she went through that really... Uh, she has a really high kind of pain threshold where she's just like, eh, no big deal. <laughs> she's really strong. And then not afraid of anything like needles or any. None of them are. It's pretty. So cool. then you have to buck up. You can't be exactly. I yeah. You can't they, be like, whimpering. It's, it's like, well, it's like roller coasters. I don't go on them, and they they're all all about it. I, I've been on rides with Anna, where I, she's been like, "Dad, calm down." <laughs> I wonder if that's like innate. Where does that come from? Why isn't she scared of I, that? She's just got that because uh, she realizes the reality. I think if you know you're you're strapped in on a thing that's just simulating falling and all that, and you understand how you're not going to get hurt at all. That there's a, a, a realization that the safety kicks in, so you don't really get scared. Where I don't have that option, I can't do that. Where I'm like. Doesn't you're okay? Nothing bad is gonna happen. Oh, I wonder I'm if it's like, something to do with age. Because at yeah, a certain maybe, point, when you've had enough knocks and bruises, you're like, I, I'm. That's not worth the risk to me. Well, yeah, and I, and I used to go on roller coasters as a kid, and there was a point when I, was, I think it was like Skyrider in 1984 or five, and I was like nine or ten, and that one ride because. You get jostled around and you're standing up and you get kind of pounded and you're the, that first standing up going down the really steep decline I just got like my knees were buckling and I ever since then I was like I don't like that feeling right before you fall go on that like it's just too much so my friend Jarrett's uh yeah, it's wimp. It's it's kind of the wimp mentality, but I'm fine with that. Same with zip lining and, and stuff like that. I can't can't do it. Happily, won't do it. It's all good. My friend Jarrett. It's it's almost too graphic to share, but my friend Jarrett tells a story about being on the Ferris wheel and then looking behind, like backstage, and one of the gentlemen that operated the Ferris wheel was getting his bird washed. <laughs> On a pile of cardboard boxes. How greasy is that? I mean, <laughs> pretty. He's trying. Pretty greasy. He's, they were trying to get some discretion, at least. They weren't. It's not like they were. <laughs> oh, man. He's, he's. The guy's got like what three three minutes. Why well, assume? Okay, I assume he was break. Like. Oh, I assume he was like, can you cover for me for a minute? I don't think it's like, okay, the last car is It wasn't, it wasn't like Nikki Six, like during a drum solo styles. Was that him? No, I'm just saying like those bands, like Motley Crue, like they literally had, that's what would be going on with members as soon as one of them was off the stage. No. For sure. Yeah, they had like a... So greasy. They had like a, they called it the litter box underneath the stage where they would bring in girls to hang out. And then they would come down there in breaks and then like get, get it on with the, with the, with the groupsies. Barf, they'd be so mousy. 
So greasy. Like yeah. covered in 20 sweat. minute drum solo and they're all down in their big gong bong. <laughs> wow. And I'm yeah, so naive. Sure. Even Tex getting in there. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Imagine, man, that's fucking d- disgusting, but that's totally happened, man, with a lot of those big rock bands. So, they were like partying all the time. It was just like everything had to be escalated and everything was just beyond. So, typically, <laughs> is the procuring of drugs and women and whatever it, is that the manager's job or is that a specific like a specific person's job like it's uh, yeah there were spe- like van halen had people not like when i was on tour but they in a sense yeah because it was like when you had when you when you uh came into a town you had people that were like going to strip joints to get like all the strippers and all the girls at all the places to come out to the show, like tickets and all that stuff. Oh, wow. They had people that did that. Like, you want to come party with the band? Those guys. So, so if like, I'm if I'm a they stripper... They would go recruit, recruit in cities, or they would have local crew in each place that, like, they, they knew how to get things, that styles, like drugs and all that stuff. If I'm a stripper in Newark... Is it enough to get tickets to Van Halen, or is there money involved, or like partying with the band for a good story is whatever, probably enough? Yeah. It's up to the person that goes to whatever they're doing, but generally it means like, you know, the guys want to have sex with 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 dancers backstage or wherever it is. Like, want that's what partying means. You want to hang out, drink, and have sex with the band, then come out. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if the Moffats have that guy. <laughs> I don't think They're so. Their stepdad. <laughs> I knew it's it. It's like, I'm saying, it's it's the bands that were in excess. That, like, that was their thing. Like, the, the partying, drugs, like, just... And there are bands that like got over that and stopped doing it, and there are bands that never even would think of doing that and never did anything like it. But I'm saying there's certain types of bands, like your Papa Roach styles, that just like it's a party, man. So like bring no Papa Roach. (laughs) Yeah, I was reading a, a a tweet by the Max Collins from Eve Six, was saying he was on the Papa Roach bus. Uh, smoking weed with the guys and they were like there was porno on in the front lounge and the back lounge like while they were doing that that was the vibes like watching porno in the back but like just dudes with a group of dudes like because then like they get to the show and then all the strippers are there and the party gets going and it's the same the, the, they keep that on the TV when they're in there too, just for the ambiance and the, I guess the the culture awareness of what this is the level we're at here. If I was an adult entertainer in Newark, and someone was like, "Hey, do you want to party with Papa Roach?" 
<laughs> I think my answer would be no. <laughs> no, no. But I'm saying, no. like, back when they were when they were having big so- songs on the radio and playing big shows. But I'm sure, like, even now, if they went out there, like, unless they've reformed their partying, and that's that's how it's going to go down tonight. Do you think that was a specific era in music, or do you think that's like there are always those bands, like since the dawn of time? Always. It's it's a type of person. It's a person that that is like living to to excess like that that mentality usually they're addicted to drinking and drugs and that's just part of it well i remember hugh dylan saying i'm not saying every guy in a band has their their thing and gal it's either gambling (laughs) or drugs or drinking or yeah sex exactly it's not uh even if it's like okay it's working out, so that means they're working out eight hours a day to the right. point where it's like I don't I don't want to like talk about working out again when they're t- <laughs> you know what I mean that's all it is or Alice Cooper it's golf like all the guy talks about is golf and wants to golf and plays golf every day otherwise he's like guzzling anything he can find and you know getting behind the wheel of a car or something. You see that a lot, like replacement behaviors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, (laughs) So wild that you got to uh, um, witness it at that level. Like, I assume the novelty wears off for Eddie Van Halen. Like, it's pretty fun for the first 15 years, and then might be hard to catch a buzz. When we were doing shows with Van Halen, it wasn't the band anymore that were doing that, but the crew still had parties that were going like that. So it's like it, it, they were maintaining it on one on some level. If I was an was adult tough. entertainer from Newark, and it was like, do you want to come party with Van Halen's crew? Well, I don't oh know. my god, no fucking right? way! No way! I, well, that's like bikers. You want to co- come party with some bikers? Like, fucking forget it. They're like pirates. They're in and out of town for one night. Forget it. Mm. No way. I remember I told you, remember that story of there was one guy on the Van Halen tour, and it's like a classic lifer that was a typical of a lot of the you know guys on the road at the time. And uh, this guy was just pounding rails, doing one after the next, like snorting it up but to the point where he he started going, like screaming and blibberish and like collapsed. And they had to take him to the hospital. He what? totally OD'd. He OD'd, man. <laughs> what do he you was mean? Like, that was the end hey, of it? I was like, hey, where's that guy? Oh, no, he was like, yeah, he was out for, like, three shows, and then he was back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's rough, man. <laughs> you see those kind of guys, those crazy, like, man, that guy, like, there's, like, the guy that everyone knows that gets rough and banged up on holidays, but then there's the lifer guys that you see that are on the road that, are uh, ju- just savages in a sense. I know, but then 
<laughs> at a certain point, okay, so then you're 51 and no one will hire you anymore because you're that guy. Then what do you do? You have a heart attack and die, generally. That's how it goes. Big time. Or you, like, lose your gig and you live in poverty. That's the other one. Oh, my gosh. You live in Drink poverty yourself. with your stories, your stories from the road. Get a little water on the brain, shut down at 57 years old. Hello. <laughs> Hello, mate. Hello. I can't see you anymore. How I can't powerful. Hear you, mate. How I can't powerful hear you. I see you, mate. <laughs> Picture of the queen by herself at her husband's funeral. Man, she must be sad. She must feel yeah. like, what was the point of this with the hairy of it all? Queen's going through some things. Well, there's a lot of lot of uh, pro- downtime, I guess, when they're sitting and thinking. That's why the uh, the uh, the Queen Mother would crush a bottle of gin every day. Would she really? Yeah. I liked her. I liked her spirit a lot. <laughs> a gin, a bottle of gin a day, keep you all right. Breakfast of gin. <laughs> um, I liked her spirit a lot. She liked to party. She was fun. Yeah. They like to get into things. I figure there must be a lot of boozing going on in the royal family. I guess. Must be part of it. Especially if they're not driving themselves anywhere. (laughs) Although, (laughs) Philip drove himself in the Land Rover, right? Oh, he did? Yeah. He even designed one. He, like, looked like a zombie for the last, like, seven... Well, t- 20 years. Since yeah. the 70s, he's looked like a zombie anyway. So he's like the only guy who probably looked better in the in the casket. Like, oh, yeah. He actually does look pretty good. He looks a little better, actually. What a strange life, though. Just like sitting in a car and looking at people? Yeah, well, walking four steps behind yeah. the queen everywhere you went? Well, what else is he going to do? <laughs> Right, it's not like he can try try taking taking some you know what I mean. Imagine it's like okay, try and be the the uh, typical male of the day and like telling her what to do. See how long that goes. Yeah. All of a sudden, you die of shredded glass in your salad. Oh my! I'm bleeding him inside and out. <laughs> Mother! Screaming from bed. <laughs> Nobody's coming to get him. <laughs> like what? What was his life like at the end? Like, do, I wonder. Like, do they share a bed? What do you mean? He's like, they were just probably like go to sleep, wake up, pass out on a chair somewhere, go around, <laughs> fall asleep, and then go back to bed later. I mean, it doesn't sound so bad, does it? <laughs> no. No, man. I wonder what his poison was. <laughs> well, he liked ladies, didn't he? <laughs> well, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a, I don't know, man. Like, I, I never got. I would never study that stuff or got into that stuff. I'm not a fan of the whole concept of the monarchy, to be honest. Um, I'm like the like how the ba 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 give it the give it back. All the stuff that they'd taken from around the world and put in museums there. 
Like that's not that's not cool going into all of the places taking people's best shit and like just putting it up in a museum. Like the, the fuck is that all about? I I am Colon, colonizing I, a whole fucking place and taking all their shit. I mean that's not great, but I'm fascinated <laughs> in the family dynamics of it all. And well, sure, and I'm the fascinated and all that, that but the still, rumor is the, Kate and William fed like leaked stuff to the press about Megan because William had an affair and they wanted to throw the press off the scent. Like that, that happened. That's some juicy that's stuff. Yeah. I don't even yeah, I don't I'm still thinking about like all the African gold and the the rubies. What was that? I'm just saying the pillaged African gold and all the stolen rubies and diamonds for over the centuries. Back in the king days, and it's go in there and just find me some stuff. I want a new vo- vacation property. <laughs> Let's take this island. Like just those days. I'm just saying, like it's happened. You can't say it didn't happen. I get it's like a long time ago, but... It's, it's really hard to be like, yeah, man, that's awesome. Let's look at that. You know, just uh, it's just the comp. You know, this the, the whole concept of leadership to the point where you have power and no one else does. Not a fan. The thing that's weird about all this history and pomp and pageantry and circumstance and stuff, Buckingham Palace needs major repairs. Yeah, like it's falling okay. apart. Imagine. Imagine just oh. the heating bill for Buckingham Palace. Well, and the roof leaks and there are buckets everywhere. And the only yeah. way to make money is to open Buckingham Palace to the public. Yeah. Well, because imagine how much the costs of renovation would be. And they don't want to go public with anything. They want to keep everything. But isn't the same true of 24 Sussex? It's, it's a donkey well, clinic in there too, right? Didn't they renovate it though? I think they were chipping away at it and and Storno Stormway. What what's the uh, name of the house of the official leader of the opposition? They got a a a swank pad there that needs work. Yeah, it's rat fast. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't want to pay for it. Do you? No. (laughs) Well, you can stay at a residence inn. They have a waffle maker. (laughs) You got a breakfast. For sure, and then you can get paid because they're getting paid. Yeah, give them a living allowance for a home office. Yeah. Are you the Wiggles guy? <laughs> I wonder. Um... <laughs> and open. Hey, mate! In an elevator. Imagine this was a real guy. Are you the Wiggles guy? <laughs> Are you him? Ah, oh, my, my mate, my son was supposed to come and meet you. Are you the Wiggles guy? <laughs> Wait till my son finds out who shot the alley with. <laughs> You telling me you know I know it's you? You're the fucking Wiggles guy! You're that guy with the, from the Wiggles! <laughs> hey! Hey! Check him out! It's the Wiggles guy! <laughs> Everywhere you go in life? Hey, the fucking guy from the Wiggles! <laughs> Enthusiasm, but swearing? Well, because you're like out at a football match. Oi! It's a fucking Wiggle score! You know? loud! 
<laughs> that means they couldn't go to a football match. <laughs> Because <laughs> no. it Dice, sounds like hey, 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 it's, a, it's a Wiggles guy. Hey, 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 it's a fucking Wiggles guy. Hey, mate, <laughs> the Wiggles guy over there. He's got him in a headlock. It's sitting on his it's chest. Like an old, it's like an old Wiggle guy. Like the tall red one from the beginning. That guy. He's getting all thrown around by like a thousand people. Because <laughs> all, those, all, the, all those kids that saw him when they were kids are all them there now. They're all in their 30s just throwing them around. It's fucking Jeff! Get Jeff! <laughs> Did you watch Ted Lasso, by the way? No, I didn't. I heard it's funny, though. It's great. You loved it, right? I heard it just got approved for a f- second season. Yeah, I think they're shooting now. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I love it because you spend the first half of it thinking he's the dumbest guy in the world, and the second half thinking he's the smartest guy in the world, and then you conclude that it doesn't matter. But oh, yeah. he's like kind of like a g- gentle, kind guy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Hugh Dillon, he's in Yellowstone. Speaking of Hugh Dillon, oh, from the the hockey stick talk. Yeah, he's he's in that Yellowstone. Yeah, he's in that Yellowstone. Plays a sheriff. That's a good gig. And if That's you listen closely, gig. he also is the voice of uh, Chev Canada. I know, and he's had that gig for over ten years now. I remember Donald Sutherland gets a new Volvo <laughs> every January first. And in addition to being paid, and I, I remember Hugh saying his only deal with Chev is that he can't be the voice of anything else, but they pay him a retainer to just be their voice. Yes, please. Yeah, retainers aren't bad. Yeah. Here's 130 grand to just hang out. Just don't be anyone else's voice. Okay. Sideline, sideline cash. <clears throat> Although. That's when you, that's no, that's when you know you're. You feel wanted. I know, but I remember bumping into, you know, Sean Cullen? Yeah, of course. I remember bumping into him. He had a hold deal at NBC, and they paid him, I, I, I think it was well documented, 100 grand or something to not do anything for anyone else. Like, we don't want anyone else to get you, but we know, we, we think you're right for something. We just don't know what that is. And it was kind of brutal for him. Because he, he couldn't do anything else. Yeah. So that is weird when you feel like you're actually like, yeah, that's the when you're really the not cool sideline. Yeah. Where, yeah, we're a show idea where they do it on purpose. Because that happens too. They'll be like stringing you along just to keep you out of the conversation, right? Right. <clears throat> well, Will Arnett's company bought the rights to Mr. D. They're going to make yeah, their whatever. own version of Mr. D and then just opt it out. That'd be funny, like they David just... Spade as my character. Oh, man. And it would be, too. Yeah. It would be it'd be David Spade, for sure. Or that, that other guy from uh, E-Talk, or whatever it was. Remember the the, the blonde guy? Oh, that, yeah, that mask. kind of like it. That sure. De, uh, de, what's his name? Davis, <clears throat> Dennis, 
Yeah. He's he's kind of like the American you, where it's like you you wonder. It's like, hey, where'd that guy go? And then you're like, oh, he's doing this now, and it's right. always some new thing. Right. That would be okay. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. I'm I'm sure that guy's got a little pad. I'm trying to remember. He in, he interviewed me at a, a Trailer Park Boys movie uh, opening and had a down vest on. That's all I really remember. It's like it, Davis got, Inlet. Like, it's a name like that. Yeah. You guys didn't give each other the look up and down and go, you're a good looking guy. No, but I think I called him my before shot or something like that. Did you see <laughs> 20 years ago, the first episode of Trailer Park aired? Ah, yeah. Nice. Wow. 20 years ago. Crazy. Now, now that's a, uh, that's quite the uh, space and time right there. Of a, of a legendary show. It is, and Perhaps. it's a, it's also uh, doubly weird because now it's enjoying this whole new life with teenage boys. Like, Netflix has brought it back, or, um, you know, people are, are watching it for the first time now, and that's what's bananas. Yeah. It's bananas people, that yeah. it's still relevant, that they find it funny, that it still resonates, that it's yeah. not somehow of a time, because certainly... The technology has changed a lot. Well, I, I think it's got it's it goes right back to originally what you know Mike Clattenburg was trying to make. It's 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 got it's very raw, but it's very like it's got so much heart at the same time, and that that that's what uh, sticks with people. They think it's funny, and they're like, "Man, this is like it looks so shitty," and you're watching it, and you're like, "There's." It just looks, it's so legitimate and perfect what, like, you could tell what Mike was trying to do, and he nailed it, like the concept. And people fall in love fast because uh, in the end, it's, uh, it's actually a, a deep thought, you know, the concept of the, of the show. It's, not, it's well thought out and actually has a, it comes from a, a very deep, wholesome kind of space. I guess some of the themes are timeless, um, and well, the thing that I love is they bicker and fight and squabble, but anytime external forces threaten them, they band together, and they're a yeah. family in the most complicated way. Like those things all still totally exist, and it's not unlike when I said we were watching some of the old movies like uh, Home Alone and stuff, or Honey I Shrunk the Kids was a big one. I kept waiting for them to think wait a sec, it looks so old or it's so dated and they don't look at that at all. If it's a good story, it's a good story. Well, also the boundaries that were created, like what was funny and what wasn't funny, like that that also is what I'm talking about. You know, the, the uh, what what happened, what wouldn't happen, what, what was too far, like just that stuff was well played for sure. Yeah. Crazy. I remember... I remember in, in the heyday, like when, when they were on the boys and Mike were on the tour bus with us, uh, it was kind of that guerrilla style, but old school, like what you would see with, you know, 70s kind of movies, the concept of like how Clattenburg is, like, you know, referencing Apocalypse Now for a comedy idea, just those kind of things. 
Yeah, he's definitely kind of have it stand out as it's not typical. He's <clears throat> always been a student of the craft for sure. And um, as Mike Volpe said, has that uh, fairy dust. So we'll do something and it's funny. And Mike would be like, let's try this one little thing. And it just takes it to impossibly funny. But he, yes. people <clears throat> probably don't realize how dedicated he is to film, filmmaking, film history. Um, like, you have to know what you're doing to make something look that bad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He really sure. is uh, is a genius, and and he also sanded off the rough edges with girls on bikes and kittens and um, like sweetness. And I think that yeah. was a critical component of the show's uh, early success too. And the vibes. And the vibes, man. To, like you know, to, to have that kind of slow music—that's like no, that's very different. The the music that that uh, the intro and the sepia tone. It's, yeah, it's almost like it, it's almost like a it, it really. Uh, it's like a, a throw off, almost like a scent throw off of like this is like so out there and weird. That you, you, it kind of seems almost like uh, thriller esque, you know what I mean? Like creepy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so I'm saying, if you'd never seen the show and you see that part, you're like, "What the hell was that? That that's not uh, a typical intro, especially the music." Yeah, I left my heart in San Francisco. Yeah. Sexy. It, it's a loving tribute to that song for sure. Google that ish. Google that ish. So, uh, yeah, I'm ticking the days to my vaccine. And, uh, you know, you guys, I heard that the actually Halifax is is locked down right now, right? Yeah, it's Partially. a little bit of a bone of contention because a couple people came from elsewhere and maybe they didn't self-isolate. Oh. Maybe they partied heard, and now there's an outbreak. Yeah, and I heard there's some masks that came from Ontario out to PEI and just like started going out shopping yeah like, let's get into things like you can't do that folks can't be doing that um in fact i experienced a bit of plate shaming yesterday i had a rental vehicle with ontario plates and on my drive home people were driving by and giving me the stank oh eye <laughs> yeah which is oh, like man so i'm actually gonna print it's a rental to tape yeah. into the window and i've seen people have um don't worry i quarantined magnets on if they have plates from somewhere else Oh man, it's getting that. You're one of them. Yeah, but right? but it's it's an important reminder um, that you can't be smug no matter where you live. Your fortunes can yeah. change really quickly, and we just all have to get it done. Exactly. I mean, there's a whole like people think that by following these rules, it makes the you. Uh, I've been called a sheep a bunch of times by people because I've said to, you know, wear a mask. And, like, it's the people that say uh, there's something, you know, they have an issue, period, with rules at all, these people. Um, these rules are, like, scientific rules to save lives, period. That's it. Yeah. And and right now, I mean, in, in the, the Toronto hospitals, like, ICUs are rammed. Yeah, and people are cute. dying every single day. Pregnant women that should have been able to get vaccinated 
right away are I think it's like there's like a, a between 20 and 25 percent of ICUs are pregnant women something ridiculous to that stat like well uh, vac- vaccine it's hesitancy a, it's a terrifying vaccine hesitancy I know because I have uh, some friends in the Department of Health is a real issue um, and it's it it just uh, bums me out a little bit because um, people either think yeah. it doesn't apply to them or uh, just because they don't have a family member who has it, they don't need it. Like, in one sentence, the sooner we're all vaccinated, the sooner life will go back to normal. Yeah, but the people that are having problems with that are starting to grind the gears because, like, if you have 50% or 40% that are just not going to get vaccinated... That doesn't help anything. Right. That just kind of continues this wave. And uh, the vaccines only apparently only last six months, so you'll have to get boosters. That'll be the next thing. And then, uh, you know, it, it'll just kind of... The, the waves will always get back to the vulnerable, people that are, that are in a situation that, that can't get this, can't survive COVID. And especially when the variants are getting stronger and mutating, that's just, you have to you put your foot down. <clears throat> no kidding, bud. Yeah. Well, so that's that with that. We'll uh, be vaccinated soon. And eventually, I've, I've been hearing uh, shows are, are kind of, everybody's like, okay, forget 2021 summer, like it's done, fall, but they're... Uh, 2022 starting to solidify in a real manner. Well, that's good. Entertainment. That's good. I know that some of my corporates are actually hashtag pivoting to live again. And Mm -hmm. I, I can't borders not open. Um, yeah, I just can't, but surely by 2022 we'll be face to face with the bots again. There's a lot of weird states that are like open for business when they shouldn't be, you know? But a lot. Bless you, bot. Excuse me, bot. I know uh, Vegas is opening June 1st, and I can't wait to not go to Vegas June 1st. 100% capacity. <laughs> Woof. There'll be, uh, well, I, I guess there, because uh, a lot more people have been vaccinated in America. I know that. Yeah, crunch, crunch so guy. I can't wait it. to get back there. <laughs> um, crunch, crunch is back on the, back on the. On the uh, flight status, get back the on the scene. Back he doesn't up. care. Are you still here? Do you still live in this city? Oh. Hank, making the phone calls. Hey, Rochelle, Hello? I'm coming to town. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Are you still there? You know, I hate email. I don't use email. You know, I like to hear your voice. Page me. I'm um, good chatting, bud. Tick tock, tick tocks. Good chatting, bud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>